Welcome to Hot Chocolate Combos, where societal woes are tackled through the sip. These two chocolate divas have raw, unfiltered, and totally candid combos. Now, here are your hosts, Kimberly and Shalisa. Let's get into the show. We are back with a season three of Hot Chocolate Convos. Oh Happy Tuesday. It's your favorite We're girl. Back. Back. We're back. Yes. We're live. Full of facts. We are coming with some new hot chocolate for y'all. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Some new new. We got some new new. We're covering everything. 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 Okay. <laughs> So what's been going on? We're going to try to keep it a little bit different and upbeat this time around. We don't have our girl Unique with us this season, but she is with us in our hearts, and we're sending her lots of hot chocolate combos. Yes, we love. love her. She's still our sister, mm-hmm, but she mm-hmm. won't be with us this season due to unforeseen reasons, but that's okay. God is good, and we're all here, mm-hmm. and we still love. And we still got the hot chocolate combo for y'all. So still do. What's been going on? Like what what what's some highs and lows that's been going on in your life, Kim? All right. So my highs, we went out of town. Amazing weekend. Saw one of my favorite silk artists. It was the bomb. Spent great time. Vacation slash friendscation, the whole nine. My low was, oh my gosh, when we left, as soon as we, like, literally left the house, said goodbye to Nuri, like, we both looked at each other like, oh my gosh, this is so sad. We felt so bad leaving <laughs> him, like, it was just... <laughs> oh my gosh. It was such a mess, like, I was like, why Girl. am I leaving my dog? Like, this is sad. Girl. I don't want to leave him. It was a couple of days. No, I'm sure he it's was not fine. even like that. And it's like he probably was like, You horrible people. You just want to leave me with strangers. He does this thing where he just looks at us and then like it was just like bye. Finer. And it was like, Oh my god, what the hell? He's no. like going away again, huh? No leaving me again, huh? <laughs> We left him with a family member, like, he was not eating, he didn't want to do anything. Oh, my God. Anxious, like, I almost cried. It was just a mess. So that was definitely my low. Like, I felt like, is that how, like, moms or, like, parents feel when they actually have a real human child and I'm they sure. leave them? I'm sure they feel bad and they miss them. Mm, mm, mm. So that was my low. So what are your highs? What were your highs and lows of the past well, I've been holding this news in for a while, and I'm yeah. about to release it on Monday, and I'm so excited. Um, I'm a part of the, the Auntie Dream Team, which is about, you know, seven of us aunties, black women, and we're coming out, and it's actually, this is an idea of Jada Davis. She's going to be on our show later this season, and I'm so excited. Um, it's called the Auntie Roundtable, and our first event will be in memphis it is literally just an open conversation of women of ages 18 all the way up to 80 or even older than that we want women from all walks of life there that that can have all type of conversations the conversations that we weren't comfortable having with our mother our aunties just something that we can get to help each other to grow to heal and to just come together it's going to be brunch it's going to be food it's going to be drinks it's going to be a good time yeah I've been waiting Yay! so long to even talk about this. So, congratulations! Thank you, thank you, thank 
thank you. It is That's the Auntie amazing. Roundtable. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and you can actually go to theauntieroundtable.com, www. And, uh, <laughs> and just check everything out. Um, you can check out the partners. You can become a sponsor. Anything. If you want to send us $5 to support or even buy a ticket for an unfortunate woman that will not be able to go, please yeah. go online and do so, and we will be so so grateful that you did because we are trying to help and reach as many women as possible because we are coming to dc dallas atlanta we're hitting all these cities so we're going to start it off right in memphis i cannot wait guys please go support them visit the website and the social media and everything and donate and show love it's a good like it's a good cause It it is and girl how about i'm scrolling on instagram Oprah's woman's women's conversation. What? The exact type of thing. So I'm just grateful that Jada had this idea. The same idea as Are Oprah you on own right Yes. So wow. if this happens to get in the wavelength of Oprah girl, you know, you can I just know. you can set this up and we can do it for you because we are the the, the right dream team. Auntie dream team to do it. Yeah. Yay! So, yes. so what were your lows? My lows is that I'm not a millionaire. I'm still not oh a millionaire. Oh my god! Still broke. Oh That's my, my gosh! Okay. Well, this morning it was I had to get up, girl, and that was a struggle. Okay. You don't even have to. <laughs> I like stayed up watching Wu Assassins on Netflix. I don't know what I thought I was doing last This is not a weekend. <laughs> no. Uh, Jeez, like, why does our body have to remind us that we're old all the time? Like, not cute. It's not. Mm. All right, guys. So this episode is entitled Wifey Material. And we have my mm. girl, Fiora, who's a first lady, a mom entrepreneur. Like, she's the whole nine. She does it all. And she's here to just school us on being a wife, the steps before a wife her experience Mm. being like a first lady the wife of a pastor and so forth and we just really hope that you enjoy it and you learn something from it so without further ado let's get right in into the conversation all right everyone so i have my lovely girlfriend miss fiora blackman here um fiora is a mommy a wife and a mompreneur she um she has a food truck business as well as a consulting business where she helps startups establish the credit. And I'm so excited that she's here. Did I mention she's a first lady? Yeah. So she's like perfect. Yes. So she's perfect for this. And I admire her so much. So welcome, Fiora. Thank welcome, you guys welcome, for having welcome. me. That is like so different to hear myself introduced like that. You know, I'm like in the background all the time. I know. So... <laughs> Yes. Thank you guys for having no me. This is your time to shine, so no problem. Yes. Um, oh. So our episode is going to be wifey material, and Fiora is going to break it down for us, because if we... All right, Fiora, so in your opinion, um, what are, like, the misconceptions of being a wife in our generation as being, like, millennials? Or, like, you know, wifey material, what is it anyway? Like, I don't know. I think the misconception would be submission. Like when people hear like, oh, when you're a wife, you're submitted to your husband. Um, 
I think that's like taken out of context a lot of times. People think that that means like you just have to sit there and do everything that they tell you to or um, like he's your ruler now. And it's not like that, especially if you're like basing your marriage off of a biblical marriage. Like when you're submitted to a covering, when you're submitted to God, you know, you know that that person has the your best interest at heart. So that doesn't mean that I can't go here. Oh, my gosh, she's going to say this like. I think that's the biggest misconception that you can't do what you would do normally. Like for me, uh, I actually have that here in my notes that I think you, one of the questions um, about how being a, a wife has changed me. And I would say being a mother has changed me more than being a wife because my husband is really, uh, how do I say? He, he's really, he really focuses on me as an individual. Like me, keep, as long as I keep doing the things that I was doing before, like even down, like to listen to the same music I would listen to, like not trying to change me as an individual. So as I'm submitted to him, I know that he's submitted to God and it kind of just opens for it. It flows freely for us. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. Okay. You've already answered that question for us. So. <laughs> yeah. Somewhat like it kind of tied into two. Yeah, I actually forgot that one, but. Yeah, being a mother has changed me much more than being a wife, like, because, you know, and every husband is different. Like, some husbands, like, required to have a hot meal every night to clean up, and, like, our marriage is very lax. Like, I'm like, I don't feel like washing dishes tonight. They're going to sit there two two days. Like, I need to focus on myself, or um, I'm not cooking. I don't feel like eating cooking dinner tonight. He'll be like, oh, well, I'll just make a bowl of cereal. So, you know, like, there's no... Demands non-traditional. I love exactly. Yeah. So with you with you saying that, what are some of your pillars to being a wife? I found through hard tribulation that the only pillar to being a wife is God, because a marriage doesn't it really doesn't work without God. Because you you have to like there's so many things like when you when you become married, you're becoming one. So my husband always explains it like this. And I like really grasp this concept when we got together. It's like, I'm 28. He's 33, 34. Going to be 34 soon. Mm-hmm. I have 28 years of life experience. He has 33. We're bringing all of those years together. So there's going to be a lot of clashing. That's like, don't count my math. I don't know. What is that? A hundred so, more years together. And like, there's going to be clashing, there's going to be arguments and it's going to be like, oh no, I do this differently. You do that differently. Like you grew up differently. I grew up like this. But the only thing, like the pillar for me as a wife that keeps me grounded and sane and not, you know, not like, man, I got to leave is God. Wow. Wow. That's deep. Okay. So, I mean, before you mentioned being a mom has changed you completely. So, um, how has being a mom changed like your marital priorities? Would you say that, do you believe in putting your husband first? Because I remember like Aisha Curry did this interview and then she was like, you know, she puts her husband first because if their marriage isn't good, their kids aren't good. And I love that because I I feel like that's something I would believe in, honestly. Of course, your kids are a priority, but you have to 
have that relationship with your husband be healthy in order to parent your kids but she got so much crap for it so what do you what do you yeah I'm definitely on with Aisha Curry like I I feel her in so many different ways and like when you become a wife and a mother like you can really relate um but I definitely put my husband first and when I put my husband first I'm honoring him he honors me and both of us together, we can honor our child. Like we can pour that love into our child. But if I put my child first, he has to learn from someone. And if he's learning that, oh, mommy puts him first, yeah. he's going to grow up with this mis, you know, conception of life and how things are supposed, to, how a household is supposed to be ran. So we together, we pour into our child. Yeah, yeah. And I know people may feel like that's, I guess, argumentative, you know, but. I don't know. I kind of agree with that, honestly. I do. Yeah. It's not like you're giving your kid the back burner or you don't love your kid. Right. Right. Yeah, you definitely with your husband has to be healthy or your boyfriend or, you know, whatever, whoever your child's father is. Yeah, because you're not going to have anything to pour into your child if you have a strained relationship. Like, your child is just getting the backlash. But, like, what's left anyways? Because you're stressed out from one end. And, okay, I'm going to give this to you. And then they're just learning an unhealthy balance early on in life. Yeah, true. Agreed. I love that. Like, that makes a lot of sense. And the crazy thing is I saw somewhere where a lot of people that got divorced later in their ages, it was because they, they felt like once their kids left the house, they really didn't know each other. Like, yeah. They had exactly. common. Like, they couldn't really talk about anything because they didn't share anything but the kids. Exactly. Yeah. And it's hard. I'm not I'm not saying that it's easy to like, you know, especially as a mother, like a mother has a different, in my opinion, connection to their child mm -hmm. than their dad does. And like, even when it comes down to discipline, like it's hard to like, OK, see my husband discipline my son or it's, it's well, I'm not going to say my son it's our son. Yeah. To see yeah. him discipline like I, it's like I feel it. And it's like, oh, my gosh, don't talk to me. You just like, you know, it's like you just diss my best friend and I'm not talking to you either yeah. type thing. Yeah. So it's it's hard and it's not easy. So I have to, like, put myself aside many times and say, you know what? And do what's best for me. Sometimes I just he'll say, go out, go out the room or I'll go out, go downstairs or walk out the door just so I can, like, you know, be at peace with myself. But everybody has their different coping, coping methods, and that's just works for me. So do you guys have different, like, disciplinary beliefs or I don't know? Uh, he is definitely the disciplinarian. Like, okay. when Joshua says, Mommy, Mommy, Dally, Mommy, Dally, like, I'm just, like, my heart melts, you know? I believe it. You are so, but, a teddy bear. So I exactly. <laughs> so when, but when he does it to my husband, it's like, no, sit down. I told you to sit down. Like, you know, and it's like discipline needs to be, you know, taught at an early age. So I don't yeah. dispute it at all because, you know, a lot of, I believe the issues we have nowadays is people weren't disciplined early on in life. And that led to the chaos we have now. Mm -hmm. So I'm like not again. My dad disciplined us like in my household that I grew up in. My mom, she never disciplined us, but my dad was. And I think I'm taking on that same um, role. And it's like because it's, it's kind of hard. I mean, sometimes like, you know, they just strike that nerve. Like I told you for the 20th time to sit down and you're about to fall out the basket and you just have to, you know, give them a pop. And that's it. But 
my husband's like third time, second time I said it, discipline. <laughs> so how about as a first lady, do you ever feel pressure to portray being a perfect wife or a perfect example to your congregation? I did at first. I definitely did. And it, and it took a while. Um, I would say it took like until where I am now to really, I think first, the first thing I had to do was like come to terms to the calling that God has put on my life. Like, yes, my husband was called, but I was also called as well. And it took me to realize that and stand firm in that to say, you know what? I just got to be me. Like, I can't fake it. I just have to be me. Yeah. 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 But that pressure was definitely there. So how how did you, I don't want to say code, but how did you get over that pressure and into where you are now? Uh, I would say, I don't think it's like, it's just, it took time. I would just say time. It's nothing that I did or it's just, I just had to go through the motions, honestly. Like, I just had to go through the motions of like, fake smiling with people like oh yeah yeah even when you're today's a good day. day like it took that. us yeah and now i'm just like man i'm here you guys <laughs> yeah. i still love y'all but i'm here and i need a moment yeah versus like just it's okay like it, because you know sometimes you're not okay and you have to stand in that truth and say you're not okay and i need a moment yeah that's it that's real do you ever yeah. feel like judged though I did. You did, yeah, at first. Yeah. Because it was all new to you. Yeah, you know, because I'm like, I grew up in church, but I've never been like this involved. Like, this mm-hmm. is a new level. And so my husband's family, like, they grew up in church, and they've always been, like, in ministry. Like, you know, his dad was a pastor. His mom, you know, is a minister. And this is what they know. But I'm coming from a different aspect. Yes, I grew up in church, but not in this role. So... I did feel like they was like, she don't know what she doing. Yeah. But, hey, you know what? I just had to keep it going. It, it was it was tough at first, but mm-hmm. um, I just had to come to terms myself and like, you know what? I have to keep going. And, and one day, like I would say last week or the week before last, like I just had to, it just hit me out of nowhere. Like God was like, you have to forgive them for what they did to you. Like, not not say that they did something to you, but how they made me feel. Like, I just had to forgive everybody for everything. And I think that made me feel relieved once I did this. Even it's like been a year, over a year, and, and it was like I was still holding it in. And I didn't even know mm-hmm. until it hit me one day. Like, I was like, you, you have to forgive yeah. and move on. So that's what I did. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I've always just admired you. I feel like even... So we've been friends since grad school, guys. And just your story and how things kind of just fell into place has just been, like, mind-blowing. Like, so, um, well, you graduated before me and so forth. But then I remember you telling me, oh, you know, I'm dating this great guy, yada, yada, yada. And we were like, oh, my gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh, Kim, I'm engaged. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, my gosh, Kim, I'm pregnant. <laughs> it was just, like, it was just amazing how it was just, like, bam, bam, bam. Everything you wanted, everything we've talked about in grad school was just happening to you in the span of, like, two years or, like, a year yeah. even. It was just, you're strong. So I commend yeah. you. I really do. Yeah. 
It was overwhelming. You know, in the midst of it, like at the beginning stage, and like I didn't feel it until like later. I was like, oh my gosh, like it became overwhelming for me. Like my life just changed, like in a split second. Like um, we got pregnant early on in our dating, and so that took away time from us getting to know each other really because now I'm pregnant I got all these hormones and you know pregnancy is just a different thing in itself like everybody has a different pregnancy but that took away time from us getting to know each other then once Josh is here then Josh is like okay a priority and we have to put ourselves on the side and so that was a strain for us it really really was and and it's like we had to push through. I mean, like, it was, like, so hard. Yeah. It was so hard. But it was like, yes, it was everything I wanted, but it happened, like, it just fell mm-hmm. on top of me. It wasn't, like, gracefully, like, you know, it was just like, boom, you got it. Mm-hmm. No. And, True. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, initial stage, it was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe it. And then it finally hit me, like, uh, you know, it was overwhelming, like, mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Wow. So my advice would be for anybody to take it slow, get to know. Yeah. Feel you know, know everything that you can. I mean, and then sometimes, and I do strongly, but I know for a fact. I'm even gonna say believe. I know that there is an attack against marriages. So like your dating life could be perfect, but once you go ahead and say that I do, like mm-hmm. the devil don't want to hear that. They don't see marriages in the kingdom, like. The texts come from everywhere and you're just like, where in the world did this come from? Like we were just dating for five years and we were so in love. And the second I said, I do. And that's why people get divorced too. Like they were like, oh, we dated for years and now we got married and things change. It's not that things change. It's just like the playing field is different. Like the attack on your life is different. The level you are at is different. So, yeah, and it's, and I can't even say it enough that it's not easy. Like, it really takes prayer and fasting and, like, whew. Communicating, maybe? Communicating. And yeah. I'm not a good communicator. I'm not. And he's, like, a communicator. Like, you know, we're two different people. I've, I'm, like, strongly on that men are from, um, what, Mars and women are Mars. from Venus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, like. We could be sitting at a table with another couple and like I wanted the woman would say something. And I'm like, yeah, I feel you. And the men got something totally different from what we said. It's like it's that whole we're just so, you know, we speak different languages. So learning how to communicate together effectively is so important. So important to stand your truth, stand in your truth, like say what you feel up front. And don't do like me, like for the longest, like I would just hold it in and be like, oh, I'm just not going to say anything. And that stuff begins to weigh on you. And mm, just be open. Yeah. So I know you mentioned like getting to know each other, but is there any advice you would give to like newlywed wives or just wives to be or just women who aspire to be a wife one day? They don't even have to be in a relationship or anything. Um, I would just say take your time. Like counseling, I think counseling, like if you go to a good counselor, like we did counseling three or four times before we got married. But it wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't like effective counseling. It was just like, oh, let's just talk about it in one session. But 
I think that if you find a really good person to counsel you guys before you get married, it's not going to eliminate issues, but it's going to show you how to face them when they do come up. And, to, and I'm like big on therapy and counseling. So continue counseling throughout the marriage. Like you don't have to just do premarital counseling. You can counsel throughout your marriage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So I know you you talked about saying that, you know, you felt you felt overwhelmed, you know, with everything and how it went. Would you change any of the timeline of anything that happened? Or do you feel like something could have gone differently? Like, you know, because I hear a lot of people around our age that do rush into things and they're so quick to get a divorce and not really try to work it out. You know, so what would you have changed within that timeline of things? I would have changed our, you know, before (laughs) getting pregnant first, you know, And just dated longer and getting to know each other. Like, I mean, we faced that that thing of like, oh, should we get a divorce type? You know, we, we've been there. Like, we, we've mm-hmm. been there. Yeah. And so, like, that push through has been so hard. But, like, we are in such a better place now. And, like, you have to go through it. So it's not like it's something that's not going to hit your your plate. Like, it's going to hit your plate. You just have to know. And, and you don't know how strong you are until you go through it. So if somebody tell you, oh, you can do it, we just had some good counsel and we had some people who pushed us and told us, no, you can do it. And like in prayer, fasting, like I know myself, like I did this 40 day um, prayer, wife prayer thing. Like it was this thing I found online. Like I was like, Lord, I just have to get something like my mind is everywhere. And I found it online. And for 40 days, like I followed the latest journal. I did journaling and um fasting for 40 days and it after that like it really our marriage has really changed since then but I don't it's something that you know I feel like everybody faces at one time it may not be the first five years like someone um who we were talking with like they had been married for 20 years and like that 20th year they had finally got to that point where should we stay together Oh, wow. And, and they work through it. They push through it. But some people reach it at different phases in their marriage. We just so happen to be at the beginning and we just push through it. Wow. I remember when I first got engaged, the first thing my mom told me was like, the devil does not like marriages. The devil does not like marriages. Like, you know, things are going to happen. Like, yeah, you know, and it's like you can't just get a divorce. You can't just say. I'm leaving or whatever, like, you can't, like, and I think, in my opinion, I feel like in our generation, that's kind of our biggest flaw, like, when people get married, any little thing, they're like, oh, no, divorce, divorce, like, that's not mm-hmm. how it works. You could, they act like they're just couples, regular couples. Yeah. It's a what, when we were going through it, I promise, like, every time we would get in a car, we would, like, sit and watch TV, like, a divorce commercial plat- flashed. Uh, um, one of those little yard signs on the side of the road is cheaper to divorce. Like it was everywhere. Like, so that was like, it was everywhere. So, and those signs are just everywhere. Like, I feel like, and they, they like beautify divorce. Like, Oh, you can get a fresh start. And like, like it's so refreshing to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like just beautify everywhere you go. So people just think, oh, OK, it didn't work out. Oh, OK, it's unhealthy for you. So just keep going. And so like you just have to really, really, really be in it 
for the long haul and know that you're going to push through whatever. So aside from being, you know, a mom and everything, what's one thing you wanted to make sure of? Um, I guess in the way that you prepared, what's one thing you wanted to make sure of before you got married? Like, you know, just being a wife, you knew you were going to be a wife and so forth. Like what's one, I don't know, characteristic or just anything that you felt you had to get through or. I don't want to say that I wanted to make sure that I was prepared and. I think that is just crazy in itself because I feel like there was no preparation for marriage. Like, and um, that's something I said a lot too. Like, they prepare women for marriage a lot, but not men. So it's like, you know, a lot of teaching is about, oh, women, you know, you should do this, you should do this. But there wasn't a lot for men. Like, who was telling men, okay, you need to make sure you're loving your wife, you need to make sure you're doing this. Like, it's, it, you know, it's, it's two way street. So, for me, I wanted to make sure that I was prepared. Um, I had accomplished things that I wanted to, mm-hmm. which I was able to. Uh, even I got pregnant in, in the midst of me finishing my master's. And it took me, I didn't graduate before you. I heard you say that earlier. I didn't. No? I, no. no, because remember when I left FAMU, I went to NOVA. On, I, did, oh. I finished my degree online. Mm-hmm. But... Um, when I I was supposed to graduate by the time I had gave birth to Josh, but it was just yeah. I was so drained. I was so drained, and I had I was in my last class, and my teacher was like, "Oh, you got to redo your paper." And I was like, "Nope, I'm not doing it." So I just let it sit for a year. And then one day, like after I had Josh, I was like, "You know, I'm going to email the dean and say, hey, I turned this paper in, and the lady didn't give me a grade.'" He said, "Oh, I got it covered. You're cool." Just like that. And I just let it sit for a year because I was so overwhelmed with, you know, with just life itself that I just let my degree and what something that I wanted sit on the back burner because of life. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. So you wanted to make sure that you accomplished things like for yourself because you knew you were going to give yourself to someone. Yes. Yes. And I have to give myself to two people. Yeah. Two people. Josh requires much more than my husband do. He, yeah. He's demanding. I'm sure he, he will come yelling down these stairs soon. Mama, come! <laughs> it's like, come so like, to the party. I have a really, like, off the, I don't know, question. But how mm-hmm. do you deal with conflict as a wife? How do you, like, get through that? Conflict with my husband? With your, yeah. <sighs> Okay, so I used to like just be quiet, but now I just I have to just you know I I used to be quiet because I'm like really emotional. So if it's like conflict and I feel like you know it's gonna make me get upset, then I might start and I you know I cry, but it's not crying because I'm sad. It's crying because I'm just so angry. Like mm-hmm. so I usually take a moment, whether it be five ten minutes, then I come back and respond like no this is but this is what I meant or this is what I'm doing you know. And that has been working a lot for me lately. If I take that moment so I'm not coming off rash and emotional. Yeah. And then come back to it. Because we were like, when we had, when we started the food track, like we were talking about just talking about what we're going to be serving. And he was like, one thing. And I was like, no, but I want to do this. He was like, but this, it makes sense to do this. And I was like, 
So the whole car ride, it was like our hour car ride um, from Tampa to Orlando. And I just didn't say anything else. And then when we got out the car, um, you know, I said my piece. And the next day, uh, I was like, you know what, you were right. Because he was right in the sense of like, you know, the space we have, what um, what we had to offer. I was like, you were right. And so I just had to own it. And that has been working. Yeah. To keep my peace for a second so I'm not like crying and yelling. And, and, I, and I don't want Josh to see that either. Like, I don't want him yeah. to be witness, witness, witnessing those things. So that has really worked for me. Yeah. I kind of like that because when you keep your peace first, I feel like you it kind of stops us from just saying things that we don't mean like you know yeah. when we're angry so yeah. yeah i like that a lot yeah it's work i mean i have like i've always been like non-confrontational so i will always just like not say anything or just like okay just let it brush over but you can't do that in a marriage like it doesn't brush over like it's going to come back up and it's going to come back up harder than it was the first time Mm -hmm. so you have to address it and it took me a while to understand that okay well this was an i feel like this was an amazing interview it was honestly so informative (laughs) This was so great, and I'm not even know. I'm nowhere near that. But this is so- <laughs> oh yeah, it was, girl. Thank you this so much great, for your yes. valuable advice. I mean, yes. we wish you all the best. I mean, I kind of want you to talk a little about your business to just promote it, put it out there, mm-hmm. if you want to. Our Black Business Corner. Yes. Oh yes, of course. So we, I have um, Brookman Business Solutions, and that's when I I help um, startup companies. Uh, establish their business credit as well as strategize within their business so that they can reach their goals. Like when we started our business, like I spent a lot of time, like we started off with a daycare first and that was two years ago and I couldn't find any information on business credit. What should we do? Like we went to the bank and said, well, how do we establish business credit? And it was like, oh, well, I don't really know. And nobody had any information for us. So um, I just taught myself, like I spent a lot of time teaching myself and just researching and learning different things. And I'm like, you know what, this is a service, like this is a need out there in the market. Like I identify a need and I just want to be able to help other people, like help their businesses come up mm-hmm. because business credit is huge. Like a lot of these people are out here living off the business credit. They're never using the personal um Social security numbers to do anything. And so that's what we help you do. We help you to, um, you know, get approved for a car loan without using your um, social security number, just your business credit. Yeah, you can get a, a house to rent out or I mean, there's so many different things that people are out here doing that we didn't know about. And I just want to bring that information to the forefront, to the community because it's such good information. And then we have our food truck that we just started. And um, my husband is great with coming up with different business ideas. And I kind of like run with them. Um, I like to cook. I don't know. Did I ever cook for you, Kim? You do like to cook. Yeah. So I don't I like, know. Have you? I don't know. I don't know. I but I was telling my husband about the hot chocolate you used to make. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you should have been my roommate. She used to have this hot chocolate that she used to make. Um, we call it cocoa tea in Dominica. 
Yeah, I call it. Oh, Sierra <laughs> is a lovely Bahamian guy, so she yes. is my island gal. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, love wow. it. Oh my gosh! No, I really love the credit um business thing. Yeah, like that is it's huge. Like it's just so much information um that people just don't know about, and I just want to help them. Like we were looking into several businesses, and I'm like, it gotta be a way to do it without using our personal social security numbers. Like I was like, I just don't want to do it. And it's like that night that I just determined was determined to do it. I started to find information on it, and I just gathered stuff. Like I keep this book of ideas right here. I've had it for like two, three years. It says Carpe Diem, and I like. And I have like so many different business ideas, like some that failed mm-hmm. and some that I'm still working on. But I just had to realize that you got to keep going. And that's what anything like you got to keep pushing on because you're going to have failures in life. But if you quit, they, you know, you didn't win anything. So you have to just keep pushing. Mm-hmm. I feel you, girl. I yeah. do. Yes. That was that was a word in itself right there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly didn't know this. So, yeah. wow. Now yeah. I'm just thinking about a lot of things right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know this. yeah, if I can tell you some of the things people do, like you can you can get a car, a, a car under your business credit and use it as a tax write off for your business. Like there's so much out there. Yeah. I need to get myself out there, honestly. I've been trying to tell her that for over a year now. I've been trying to push her with every idea that she's had. I'm like, Kim, just turn it into a business. Just turn it into a business. Everything is a business, you know. Um, You know, because we both left our government jobs Mm -hmm. with the VA. Mm -hmm. And we just, I just said, like, I, and, and it really hit me when I turned down my dream job with the VA in Miami like I just did it two maybe like a month ago mm-hmm. I, I told them no I declined the position like I interviewed they loved me I declined the position because I said I have to believe in myself and I have to put my back against yeah. the wall so that I can make sure that I'm pushing myself in my into the future so we declined my husband left and like we've been pushing forth in the business I mean it's not easy, so you're going to run into roadblocks, but you just mm-hmm. have to be determined that you're going to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's some of the things we help people with. You know, we help them get to that point of where they want to be, the steps you need to do to get there. And and we've learned from our mistakes. So this is just like information that yeah. I got off the internet. Like it's like stuff that we've learned firsthand. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right, Mrs. Blackman. Thank you for giving us the bees naive. Yes. All the wives, wives to be, newlyweds, straight. Like, there's just things you have to do to prepare yourself. You can't just wake up and, like, say, hey, we're engaged. I'm going to be a wife. Like, you have to prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. You do. Be prepared for the trials, Mm -hmm. and you'll make it. Yep. But thank you guys so much for having me. Like, it was like, an honor for, for Kim to message me and say, I want to feature you. I was like, what? Me? <laughs> I couldn't Why think of anything. I, I really could not. I could We're not. so appreciative of you. So this is great. As I said, you are the star. This was about you. And we are so glad that you were able to join yeah. us. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Yes, it was my pleasure. So what's the sip? 
What's the sip? Time for what's the sip. What's the sip? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Don't hold nothing back. Hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to tell us what you're sipping on. Honestly, I can't decide between this damn Popeye's chicken and Chick-fil-A thing because I'm sick of it. I'm over it. If y'all put this in my timeline one more time, I'm over it. I don't care. Go support your friend's business. Go support your mama. Go support your uncles and your daddies. But if y'all don't stop with this Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. I I just... I. I have no words. I listen. I'm just gonna stay mute, cause the last I saw right. was scrolling through Twitter. This girl retweeted, "Oh my gosh, guys, look at all these people near my apartment complex." And the line was on the road, and I'm just like, "What is happening?" Was it in Virginia? Cause I saw the same one like I don't that. Know. I I can't. Can we please find something better to trend about at this time? Like, there is actually a fire, forest fire, actually going on right now in South America. That's what been going about on the for over two weeks. that got like dried up in Iceland? And they held like a funeral for it. Like global warming people. <laughs> but we are talking about Popeyes. And Chick-fil-A. I'm over it. And it's just hot, spicy mayo anyway, so y'all can calm down. Don't at me. I'm over it to, like, the 10th degree. So, yeah, that's what I'm sipping on. I wish I wasn't, but it's all in the news feed. It's everywhere I go when I feel like there are other important things that need to be made aware of. Mm. Well, I'm sipping on the fact that Dear White People season three came out and it was just trash. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry to It was so bad. Actually, I was I could have cried. It was so bad. It was so right. I just bad. I tried to watch it twice. I, I I'm gonna try it for the third time because I just feel like three times a charm. I like it blew my mind how bad that thing was. I'm just like, is this the season? No, no. Honey, if you back. watch that, you sh- you might as well watch. She's gotta have it if you gonna watch that. For all of our Netflix watchers out there, we want y'all to give us some shows that we can watch because Kim and I are fanatics of great shows to watch. Half of our day is spent talking about TV shows. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm probably texting in the morning times like a girl, honey. Yeah, it's like it's tonight. That- Tonight, Married at First Sight is on right now. And let me tell y'all, I'm thinking about going on the show because this is ridiculous. I want you to. Like, a part of me wants you to. A part of me doesn't want you to. Because you know I'm crazy and I don't know about... (laughs) We want y'all to let us know what shows y'all are watching. If y'all are not, please watch Married at First Sight and let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of the couples and we can have a conversation about it. But let me tell you, honey... It's good. Please watch, like, Dear White People and let us know if you're <laughs> the only ones that hate season three. Like, yes, I try please. to support Black. I really do, but it sucks. It wasn't as good as the first two. And I just felt like they were trying to get away from the story topics of the first two seasons, but it was like they made the corny jokes about it the first two seasons. That was not okay. It was not. You sound so hurt. I was hurt. Do you understand how much I love TV shows? I know. I I can relate. 
we bond over TV shows. <laughs> I can relate. Okay. <laughs> so. Oh, gosh. I need y'all to email us at hotchocolatecombos at gmail.com if you want to talk about it on HCC Podcast on Instagram. Give Kim something else that was better than season three of Dear White People. Ugh, can we just go to Black Christmas? I, I can't do it. <laughs> Look what y'all have done to my, co- my host. Look what y'all have done to my co-host. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. So, we are actually starting a Black Business Corner and also a Black Star Corner. Yeah. So, if you know anybody that has done great in their community, is that's doing great things, mm-hmm. please send them to us, tag us in them, because we want to know, we want to hear about them. And we want to follow them too, right? Yes. And we're also, like, scoping people out, so. Yes. We're always on the lookout. Ooh, 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 ooh. There are a lot of great people, but we never hear about them because we're too busy hearing about some damn Popeyes. So. We cannot. We want to bring you guys just a touch of something fresh, educational, fundamental that you would need. Yeah. Yep. So our black business this week is going to be our um, wonderful guest, Theora, Mrs. Theora Blackman. Sorry. Um, she has a business, Brookman Holdings, LLC. Um, they have a food truck, her and her husband, I believe. And like mm. she said, she does like consulting where she helps businesses with their credit. She helps establish like ideas for your business, lay the foundation for your business. And I just think like, you know, we need this, especially um, throughout our black community so once again it's called brookman holdings llc look them up they're located in orlando florida and support our girl yes yes because yes. i know black people keep a clean food truck so i'm not we worried do. about anything and we clean our chicken fiora's bohemian Listen. so you know she's gonna clean that chicken good <laughs> not <laughs> just with a little water either done we appreciate you, Fiora. We, you are appreciated, okay? Yes, we love her. I love Fiora. Oh, my gosh. She's such a sweetheart. This was an amazing episode. We want to thank Fiora for coming on. Yeah. This, we're, we're back in the groove. We're back. Guys, we're back, okay? We're back. So, You're back to hearing us every week. We are every here. week. So you might as well get used to it again. Um. And we have been seeing all your messages and stuff. Hey, thanks, guys, for always DMing us on Instagram. Hey. Thanks for tagging us and sending us stuff as well. Because Mm -hmm. let me tell you, I don't mind the chit-chat on Instagram. So please, hit us up. Thank you for listening. And as always, as always, be great. Be great. (laughs) Bye. Bye.